You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. We are uh, overlooking practice here at Chuck Knoll uh, Field. And uh, some a little bit of news to get to before uh, we start right, with right any in, of the stuff here. Uh, the Steelers have hired David Morehouse as this team's uh, senior advisor to the president. Uh, Morehouse will focus primarily on community and league-related initiatives in a newly created position for the Steelers. Uh, he'll be helping out Art Rooney the second. Uh, with some of those duties there. Uh, Morehouse, of course, had been with the Penguins since ah. 2004. So, uh, obviously, he knows the community. He's from Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm pretty sure probably knows how important the Steelers are. I think he has a pretty community. good hunch if he's been around <laughs> since 2004, yeah. So, uh, that's yeah, it's uh, a big hire for the Steelers. Uh, and uh, we've seen a lot of, of – got a lot of new faces out here. In that front office, sure. Uh, just in general, um, I mean, your number of players that had never been here before is astronomical. You know, starting with Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick and everybody since. So yeah, there. I mean, it's the league just moves that way. I mean, everything yeah. is very quickly moving. I mean, there's a lot of new faces. Any camp you go to, this is a good environment today, though. I mean, uh, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the hottest is, day so far. Yeah, this is this is hot. This is hot. I mean, even under a tent, it's hot. Just walking over from lunch, I mean, there's no way around it. I was sweating pretty good. Um, but could, I'm, could have been those two double burgers that you ate. Two double gyro burgers. <laughs> <laughs> he, went and he ate one, and then he's, he gets up and goes, and he comes back with another one. Like, that's, that's strong. It, it was a strong move. But uh, you know, sauce on the side, a little bit of feta on there. I will say when I You're went for number two. sweating feta cheese right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say when I went back for number two, I was planning on getting a single. Ah. But I think they're just doubles. Like when they're, their little presentation, there's two two patties. So I just said, just give me a burger. And I, I didn't expect the double, but I didn't throw any of it away. That beat uh, me getting the uh, the double cheese uh, cheeseburger. It didn't beat that. The, the, cheese, the grilled cheese cheeseburger Dude, at Sharky's the other night. You got a grilled cheese sandwich. Yes. With a burger on top of it, with another grilled cheese Don't on top of that, with bacon in between, <laughs> yes. and a whole pile of fries. Those little double burgers I put away don't yep. pale in comparison it to was, the, the grease that you consume. Two grilled cheese sandwiches. Those were the buns. Those were the buns. Right, right, right. I mean. Not one piece of bread was the bun. Two pieces of bread with a bunch so of yeah, cheese I, in I it I had four pieces bun. of bread. Right, in right, right, that right. And a pound of butter. I ate the whole thing. Yeah, uh, it's an impressive move. I've been full ever since. <laughs> 
<laughs> Although you and I did get a pizza last night, and uh, yeah, we that didn't we put last a hurting on that particularly too. long either, right? Yeah, we we uh, um, you know other guys, uh, the players are out there losing weight at this camp. Correct. We're probably gaining. It's possible. I'm sweating some stuff out. I was but other than I that, was down to 205 when camp opened. I'm betting I'm not at 205. I'll right take now. the over on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I will too. I no just, doubt. You keep hanging out with me, you're definitely gonna be over. I feel like a fat guy now. Anyway, um, anyways, <laughs> we, uh, we digress. I, it, it, I do it, think Coach Solomon's pretty happy about the heat, though. Yeah, the Steelers are not in pads today mm-hmm. uh, after two days of padded practices. And yesterday's practice was much more spirited. Oh, than, without uh, question, more than, physical. Than day one. Yep. I, I think there was a, a message sent because the first two plays of inside run drill, a team run, um, Cam Hayward gets into a little pushing match with uh, Benny Snell and then goes after him. Mm-hmm. And then on the very next play, T.J. Watt, uh, tackles Calvin Austin and steps over top of him, and Calvin Austin goes out. Like, there is a little bit of uh, – Yeah, there was yeah. some attitude thrown around there. Again, I commend Austin for st- standing up for himself against the defensive player of the year. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're the new guy here and you're the small student on the field. And Watt just read the play unbelievably well. Yeah. He looks better than ever and unblockable here. And then there were some scuffles with the big men in one-on-ones too. Absolutely. And that's been kind of a common theme too. So, good. I mean – more fights the better. Keep keep don't get don't get lax. Those are not fight fights. They're not fights, you know, yeah. right? Skirmishes. Skirmishes. Yeah, guys uh showing some displeasure with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. And then it means you're starting to get ready to play somebody else, which isn't that far away. No. Uh the Steelers making a roster move today, of course, uh with uh some running backs down. Najee Harris not practicing yesterday, won't be practicing again today. Uh they signed Master Teague, the mm-hmm. third. I don't know who Master Teague the first and second were, but uh, he is the presumably third. his uh, sibling or his parents and whatnot. Very I would well imagine. Could be right, the case. Right. Uh, of course, you were, if you're a college football fan, you remember him playing at Ohio State mm-hmm. uh, from 2018 to two, 2021. Uh, 1,764 rushing yards, 17 touchdowns, five and a half yards of carry, uh, caught 11 passes for 118 yards, uh, had eight rush, eight uh, rushing touchdowns. Uh, in 2020 for the Buckeyes. That was the third most in the Big Ten. Um, From what I remember, he was Jeremy never. Jeremy McNichols went on yeah, the yeah. reserve injured list. He's been dealing with a shoulder issue. And, and Teague's had a tough – I mean, I'm not a candy coat. He's had a tough time sticking with anybody. Um, I don't think he was even the guy necessarily at Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, he's split time. They, they've always had – I mean, it's, he would have been at a lot of schools, of course, but that team is loaded with talent, and you know, they spread the ball around a little bit. Um, from what I know about him, physical runner um, – not a lot of special qualities, I would yeah, he's say. he's a downhill guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's real breakaway threat or super elusive or great in the receiving game. And my immediate thought is, well, Master the Third, how good are you on special teams? You know, thought you are going to call him Master the Third? <laughs> <laughs> but he better be good on teams. He or, better be good he, on he, teams. He's got no shot. He, I mean, at this point, you're looking at camp bodies. This is not mm-hmm. – you need enough backs to run your drills. Yeah, I mean, I know there were some fans when they when uh, Jeremy McDickles was signed, looked at it and said, "Well, they, if this is the running back that they're getting to potentially replace or you know spare or spell Najee Harris, mm-hmm. uh, that's not enough." Um, I don't think that's don't what think he was brought was, in to do. I don't think right. that's what he was brought in to do. It is interesting though that McNichols is more of a receiving back, whereas Teague is more of a power back. Right. Is Anthony McFarland uh, shown enough in this camp that? <laughs> Excuse That's a me. good angle. Maybe they don't think that they need that. Because I remember when we were you know, broadcasting before the practice that McNichol showed up, same way we just kind of introduced Teague, was, folks, he's not Najee's handcuff. He's not the D'Angelo to Le'Veon move. He's more of a shot across the bow to McFarland. You know, that we want the dynamic big play yeah. 
four four forty type of guy out there, and you know, here and there, we have a plan for those guys. This that, is not Soul Train. We don't want to see you dancing out there anymore. Right, you know, get right. to hit the line of scrimmage. And to his credit, we talked about it yesterday. That's he has done said. that. Yeah, I thought it was the best practice I've ever seen him have. You know, that he was not a lot of wasted motion. It was hit it and get it and, and attack the line of scrimmage, even if he's going. You know, laterally when they give him the ball is a you know like a jet sweep type of situation. Yeah, so enough, it's gonna it's gonna test the defense. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. So again, as you often say, these guys are allowed to get better. Maybe McFarland's getting better because it's a critical point in his career already, without a doubt. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I think um, you know if if he's able to do that and, and use that speed as a factor again. When he's running with choppy steps and, and dancing around in the hole, that doesn't right. do you any good. No, a lot of you're, limbs flying. Yeah, and, you know, right. You might as well be me out there doing that because you're, you're not, not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere, and he's a he's a smaller guy, so mm-hmm. you know he's going down with first contact. Well, if you use that speed to your advantage, I and mean, we talked about it on that that sweep that he ran yesterday. I mean, he took the ball and went. And he yeah, just took yeah. off and hit the seam, and he was through. It, it, this is true at all positions. You know, a defensive tackle comes to mind, but sometimes when you're a five star recruit or a quarterback that has an unbelievably big arm, you don't have to learn the finer points of the position. Yeah, yeah. You know, like defensive tackles don't have, that are five-star recruits can usually just take the guy and throw him away and just go chase down quarterbacks. Right. If you have a Matthew Stafford or a Flacco arm, you don't have to be a great anticipatory thrower. You just drive it in there, and you can wait a second longer. And, and I used the example yesterday, and I'm not saying he's the same type, as good a player, but Saquon Barkley fights those things now too. Yeah. Like, thinks he's the best guy on the field and tries to break a lot of long runs, and – Tough to pull that off unless you're Barry Sanders. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. And and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that you know you can look at it that way. Is okay. They didn't bring in another scat back. They looked at uh, mm-hmm. another another thumper here, and maybe that's just what was available. But maybe he's just the best guy on the board. Or, I you have know, a hard yeah. time believing there wasn't some like if they wanted to go get a if there was another a certain guy, type they wanted. Yeah, that they could, Master they could, not that special. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, again, eleven catches for 118 yards in his career, mm-hmm. like. They're just looking for somebody to hold a roster spot there. And I think they want to be able to run drills today. You know? Yeah, right. Right, That's right, right, right. And maybe and not, he does something good while he's here. And not kill the other guys. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know. But, you know, I thought we talked a lot. I guess it was yesterday. Some of the days run together. Um, the two undrafted kids, though, I want to see them in games, Jalen, breaking Jalen tackles. Jalen Warren is really Warren in me. particular. Yeah. But Mateo and, and Warren, I think they have a chance to make this team or at least make an impact in the coming years. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've, I've really liked what I've seen of Jalen Warren, and, and Mike Tomlin talked about him after practice yesterday. He was asked about him. He said, hey, look, he, he showed up in great shape. Uh, he looks it, the way he runs. Yeah, he, We're down a couple of backs here, and so he's getting more reps than he typically would have, mm-hmm. and he's, he's, he's accepting all that. Uh, fans reacting here to uh, Anthony Miller, I believe that is, catching. How many balls have we got here? One, At least four. Yeah, they're doing the, they're doing the thing where they catch the punt returners catch a bunch of balls here and keep them all in their arms. And catch the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's tucking the balls away here. I think he's got. He's up to four. I think there's four in his mitts as we speak. And he's getting ready to. to uh, he's loading them up here so he can try to catch the fifth one. They've done this for years. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's fun, and the fans like it, and it's got to be extremely hard. Okay, so here's. So he has his right arm open. Well, no, he's got one in it. Oh, he caught he the caught fifth it. one. Yeah, he caught it and went down. So knocked five. him over, but he's got five in his, <laughs> in his mitts as we speak. Danny Smith watching it. He's another guy that's just had a great camp, I think. Miller? Yeah. I know you wrote it. 100%. You, you wrote about him today on DK Pittsburgh. You know what? He had six. Oh, he had six balls. When he flung them out there. I think that's the record. He had one Captain Caveman hidden away under his <laughs> fur or whatever. <laughs> but I did. There's an article that went live today about Miller, and it's pretty much all positive. I mean, especially when you consider they picked him up for nothing. And I hadn't realized this either. They gave him a million bucks this year. You yeah. know, like 
they liked that little stint he was here last year, even though he only caught, I think, one pass or two passes. One pass or two NFL. yards. Yeah. But that one pass, that one catch that he had, I remember it was on a crossing pattern, and the pass was down in front of him, and, the, in, and it was a little in front of him, and he caught the end of the football, mm. uh, the back end of the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And held on to it and, and kept uh, going, but he got tackled for a two-yard game, but that was just their passing game last year more mm-hmm. than anything. Um, but, you know. You he, look at his highlights tape. The highlights on that article are pretty impressive, and there's a lot more I could have picked from. Contorting the balls, Trubisky trusting him. Was the quarterback on a lot of those, yeah. yeah. And Daniels was one of the offensive linemen, you know. So you pluck those guys out of a not-so-great situation, put them presumably in a better situation. They all have a familiarity with one another. I think there's value in that. Um, I think he's a pure slot, you know. In today's NFL, that pigeon holds you a little bit. But this team doesn't have a pure slot. Yeah. I mean, if you're just looking at pure slots, and I think that'll be Claypool's job, he's the best of the group, and he's not. Seeing him live, I knew he was bigger than Welker and, you know, some of them. Certainly the, bigger the than Ray guy. Ray McLeod. Oh, much bigger than Ray yeah. McLeod. But he's pretty put together. I mean, his upper body's thick. He's got long arms, big hands. So he's growing on me quick, and I kind of look at him as the fourth receiver right now. I do too. I think, yeah. and I think that's how they view him because he's been kind of running in that grouping mm-hmm. uh, with with things. Um, you know, I guess Austin could influence that though. Yeah, uh, but he's a big. You know, he's different. Yeah, they don't have somebody like him on the roster. Miller's right? a bigger guy than than uh, Austin. Austin mm-hmm. brings a little bit more of that. He's he to me is more the Anthony McFarland or Calvin Austin. Which one of those guys you want to use in that role to do jet sweeps and agreed? Yeah. The only thing I'd fight you on is I still believe, and this is just based off college tape, that Austin can line up outside the numbers. Yes, he can. Yeah, and run out routes and goes and you know receiver stuff. Yeah, that's why I love the pick. Um, the Miller, what's showing up here with two with Miller is I've focused on him the last couple of days, and going back and watching those highlights from 2018, 19, you know, early in his career. He's very passionate. You know, I mean, yeah. he's, he's a, <laughs> got a million comments. You know, he's a great end zone dancer. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But, I mean, even here, he catches those punts, and he, he's charging up the crowd. He's yeah. charging up his teammates. Tell he, he likes to, football. He wants to block. You know, yeah. I mean, he gets frustrated when things aren't going well. So, competitiveness and tenaciousness are nice little qualities from him. He, I think he's a, a keeper for sure. Yeah, and you're looking at him, he's, you know, oh, he's, a, he's just a slot guy. Well, he's 5'11", 200 pounds. Right. I mean, he's, you know, he's put together more like a running back mm-hmm. than he is a, a little receiver. I, I do think he is just a slot guy, but he's yeah. a very sturdy one that can handle the pounding, and he will block, which I think is big for this team. You know, so he, he was a nice find. And, again, I don't know how the pecking order exactly is going to shape up, but there might be days you want to throw four receivers out there or you're down 14 with, you know, with eight minutes left on the clock and it's just throw, throw, throw time or – Claypool doesn't adjust to the slot perfectly well, or you just want to keep a revolving door based on who you're playing that week or right. what kind of slot corner you I think that's going to be the big know? part of it. Uh, you know, who's the other team? Who's your opponent that week? Mm-hmm. And who do they have playing in the slot? Yeah. I mean, is, some, it, a, is it a corner? Right. A little corner? Is it a safety? Is it a, is a you know, they, they bring a linebacker out at times to, mm-hmm. to cover that even when you're in three receiver sets? A lot of teams do. And that, you know, he's going to win those. He's, his start-stop is special. It's really good. Yeah, it, it really showed up in the red zone the last couple practices, too, with, you know, little jerk routes and things like that, whip routes, things like that. Um, and, again, I mean, if you're if you're dealing with a Mike – I'm not picking on Mike Hilton. I'm, he's just the smallest corner I could come up with off the yeah. top of my head that people would know. 
Um, that type of slot is a lot different than a 6'2", 215-pound safety you know, yes. that plays a slot or an overhang linebacker. And maybe Claypool would struggle against one and not the other, and Miller would thrive against that one. You know, So it's just another option. Absolutely, and I think this team does have a lot of, of, of options at that receiver position. You'd still like to see your number one and two guys get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing against you know, George Pickens and what he's done to this point. but Which has been great. He's still a rookie. He's still a rookie, yeah. right, right. And, you, you know, you'd like to have that guy that's been there and done that. And, again, I, I don't think you can stress enough that Anthony Miller has a rapport with Mitch Trubisky. 100%, right. I mean, they, they came in the league – Similar times. I mean, they had success together. They some of their best football was on the field together. Um, and, and again, some of those highlights I watched, it just showed that Trubisky trusted him before the snap of the ball. Yeah, like, I got one on one here. Yeah. I'm going there no matter what. And there was some contested catches, or there was even times Miller bailed out Trubisky on a bad throw or whatever, and he contorted his body, like you said, and catch you know the point of the ball and haul it in. So. You know, I'm not putting him in Canton or anything right now, no, but I think no. he's a, a fine addition that's going to help his team. Yeah, I think the key for him, you know, can, what can he contribute on special teams? And as we mentioned, he's just back there catching punts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, can he be that guy? Because Ray Ray McLeod did that last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody has to take that job. I assume he's not going to tackle anyone on special teams. I think he's probably probably not. not but his mix. body type tells me that he could probably do it if you had to. Toughness, competitiveness, strength, body type. All indicate he could. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's good at it. But, right. You know, right. But, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, I had a conversation about that today with Ulysses Gilbert, um, you know, just about the, the whole special teams aspect of things. Kind of piggybacking off of what we talked about yesterday when they were working on some special teams drills. And, and I said, people think you just run down there willy-nilly and just go make the tackle. It's much more to it than they Oh, yeah. It's not like your hair's on fire and you're just <laughs> flying down the field. Right. This isn't the, the uh, berserkers uh, running down to uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, attack the uh, monastery or something. <laughs> uh, I hate to say that when we're out here in St. Vincent College. but Those berserkers may have had a little more strategy than you give them credit for, too. They might have. The yeah. Vikings are pretty wise folks. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We are high above the uh, practice field here. We're pretty high above it. Uh, at that safe as a college, yeah. the Steelers are uh, going through their stretch period right now. As uh, practice gets underway a little bit more here, uh, we'll start to give you a little more play-by-play and talk to you about what tell you, let you know what's happening here in front of us. But we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. Steelers finishing off their stretch here. Just uh, guys just breaking off here to go to their position groups. Uh, they'll go do some uh, team drills and then get into the uh, main portion of practice. Man, I just noticed they have uh, uh, NFL officials here at practice. Today. Oh, they do, huh? So, okay. Uh, yeah, I was a uh, little birdie told me that uh, the Steelers will be finishing up practice today with their first two-minute drill. Good. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. We'll have the uh, we'll have uh, that to bring you uh, some information from as we watch that happen. Uh, I've been told they're going to start. You have to. Gonna, they're going to have to go 53 yards in 119 with one timeout, and you need a touchdown to win it. Good. Okay. And situational football. Um, before I knew that or even noticed the refs, I was about to say to open the segment, I want to see crisper offensive performance. If these guys aren't in pads. I don't want to hear you can't block T.J. Watt or Cam Hayward or whomever. 
Uh, we've been at camp now long enough, and I know they're down some high-quality skill position dudes, but namely the quarterbacks, I want to see them be a little sharper today. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, we're getting I'm done with that ex- time. Yeah, I'm done with excuses, you know. I, I'll say, you know, we talked to Terrell Austin today, and uh, uh, myself, Mike Pursuta, and, and another uh, reporter, and Mike said, uh, hey, is uh, are you going are, are to tell TJ to scale it or dial it back a little bit to allow the offense to get some stuff done? <laughs> He's like, hey, we're out here working too. We've got to work around us. Uh, and I, you know, what's pretty, uh, pretty disruptive. Yeah, and, and that's what you expect from the. I mean, you hear stories of like here. the Rams pulling Aaron Donald out of practice so they can get things done, and and I'm sure the Steelers might get to that point at some point, you know, with the live stuff, and plus you keep his body fresh. But that's how you get better. I mean, do you think yeah. the Browns are going to sit Miles Garrett on third and eight? I mean, that's not the way it works when yeah. you play him. Yeah, this is this is the league. Yeah, you better figure it out how to block that guy and how to mm-hmm. get him. Um, Just don't it, let him destroy you. The thing that I'm taking out of this is that the Steelers' defense might be pretty damn good. That seems like the, the everyone looks at things half empty as opposed to half full, but the defense is whipping the offense's butt at this point. I mean, there's just no way around it. I mean, the quarterbacks look, I don't want to say lost, but they're not in command and not you know taking things up a level. The blocking looks bad. They're very short on quality weapons right now because of holding dudes out. But in the meantime, why aren't we talking about, man, this defense is – destroying people out there and looks great and, and you, and the you still don't have Tyson and Lulu, Larry Ogunjobi and Minka Fitzpatrick out there yeah good point good I mean, and they still have plenty of star power and you know they're not they're not complaining about not yeah. having their top guys I mean you, know? you, st- you still have got to figure out ways to block TJ Watt and Cam Hayward mm-hmm. you know by the way Chris Wormley had seven sacks last year and, yeah you know, and Alex Highsmith had six I mean it's still a, de- a formidable defense that it's just one example, but I've noticed Miles Jack really diagnosing things yeah, very yeah. quickly and screens or long developing plays. He's attacking them just quickly. Not, those things and, aren't you know, working against these. It's fast. Not, this defense not. is fast. And I also wonder, again, not making excuses for the offense, I'm done with that, that Canada's <laughs> offense is a little bit unique. Yeah. And if you face it every day in practice, it's a lot easier than it is once a week or, or right. you know, once a year or whatever. And the other thing is, too, is, is that the offense has so many young and new faces. Mm-hmm. And the defense, even though guys, some of those guys are backups, they're veteran. Like, DeMonte KZ has played a lot of football in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Jack. Chris yeah, Wormley's right, played right, a lot right. of football in the Wallace. NFL. Yeah, these, right, right, right. these are guys that, are, that, are, that have played, whereas a lot of the younger – the offense is, is a lot of younger guys who are still mm-hmm. trying to figure this thing out. And there's man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there. Friendly S&T Banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that. Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Been a handful of plays, you know, as to be expected. Again, I'm not being critical in this regard, where one of the 11 does something wrong, you know, on offense, and the play blows up. Okay, great. We're working that out in early August here. That's That's why we're here. But they're also, I'm sure the coaches are stressing well, not only do, or one is one guy screwing up his assignment once in a while. It's not all the time. But three of you are playing slow. You know, it's yeah. not second nature. You're out there thinking. And that stuff will get better. And I think the quarterbacks are playing slow. The one thing that they have done well, they've looked good when they've rolled the pocket 
Absolutely. And, and, and those kind of things. Play yep. action still a work in progress, but when they've rolled the pocket, it has um, been productive. They've been productive. They completed those passes. Yep. And I think we'll see a lot of that. That helps the O line. It shortens your reads to half a field. Both all these guys, you know, particularly Trubisky and Pickett, I think throw quite well rolling right or left. And that was a, a requirement when they went out and got him. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the knock on Mitch Trubisky early in his career was some of the uh, his, I guess, accuracy. Um, Some decision-making, too. Yeah. You know? I, I haven't necessarily seen accuracy be a huge, huge issue. Yeah, he's, he's missed on some passes. Like, for example, the one that was in, intercepted yesterday. I don't know if that was on him or if that was on Anthony Miller because I saw Anthony Miller come over and talk to Frisman Jackson afterwards, and I think – Frisman was saying, hey, you need to run that a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, now, could there the pass was... have been better? I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were also spoiled here for years with Ben Roethlisberger, who had mm-hmm. pretty immaculate accuracy. Like, he could throw the ball pretty much anywhere he wanted to. If there's anything about Ben's game that I think is underrated in NFL history is how good of a pure passer he is. Yeah. You know, I mean, people talk about guys like Mahomes now. Ben's at that level, you know, in yeah. terms of not setting your feet, different arm angles, unbelievable accuracy, putting the ball exactly where you want it, having more than just a fastball, having many pitches. Uh, every every bag in your – or every club in your bag, he hits well, you know. And, and these guys aren't going to throw the ball as well as, you know, in his prime Ben, that's for sure. And that I think that Miller play is the same one I'm thinking about. But there was one or two plays near the end of practice yesterday – where two receivers were just too close together. Yeah, you know, those are mistakes. That's not a quarterback mistake. Yeah. I mean, that's there's no way that the route combination was designed that way because it's easy to defend. You don't want these people in the same area. Right. So, uh, you know, and, and that's the other problem that you have when you have a bunch of young receivers out there, guys who just haven't been in the – like everybody in the offense right now who's working with that first team, with that first unit, is either a guy who's not a, not a starter. I'm talking about skill position guys who has who hasn't been here, mm-hmm. or hasn't been hasn't played in the league. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. there's just a lot of it's newness. There's a lot of newness, and, and there's a little while till you know till opening day, and that's why you do these practices. Um, I do think as I, we started the show, I want to get to the point though where Mitch is elevating those guys a little bit more. Yeah, he's starting to be comfortable. He, I want him to look like an NFL starter. You know, if this guy's running the wrong route, pull him aside, and next time he doesn't. And with all respect to the the great Ben throws we've seen here, which are uh, an unbelievable laundry list, I want to see a throw here and there where I'm like, whoa, that was yeah. a throw. Yeah. You know what I mean? From any of them. Yeah, I haven't seen many quarterback throws where I just say, wow, what a throw that was. Yeah. And, it, I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily well, you have to have that. You don't. But you'd like to see it. You'd like that, to see it. It's in the repertoire. In seven on seven and routes versus air and stuff like that. Yeah, I want to see, whoa, he dropped that in there. Or, boy, what, what the, the heat he threw on that ball on, on the run or without his feet set. You know, I just want to see some more wow moments. Yeah. Has Mason Rudolph looked the best to you of the guys? Yeah. I think so, too. I think so, yeah. I mean, he's not going to challenge Trubisky, I don't think. He is what he is. And I, I attribute a lot of it to, well, two things. Rudolph has worked very hard and has gotten better since he's been here. I'm not taking anything away from him. But it, it, it's a pretty good argument that familiarity is so important. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's also, you know, last week he was working with the twos. This week he's working with the threes. Mm-hmm. He's play, You know, he might be the only guy in the in the th- group of threes out there who's actually played in NFL games 
offensively right. or defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he should point. show up in, the, in those situations. Mm-hmm. You'd be you'd be shocked if he didn't. But he didn't get demoted for bad play. No, you no. know, it's just we need to give Kenny more valuable reps. There's a big he's a big investment. Yeah, the people who uh, say well they need to get rid of Mason Rudolph, I don't know that that's going to happen. I mean, I think it doesn't make much sense to me right now. I think he's a valuable member of this team. I, I think you know having a, a backup who has started games in the league is, well, to me, it's more valuable than having a, two that don't that have never started a game in the league. And by no means am I predicting it'll hold up. But so you're suggesting they're trading their best quarterback right now. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Uh, on what August second or third, he's their best quarterback right now. I don't think he will be, but right. he is right now. Yeah, I mean that's all. That's all part of it. The uh, Steelers uh, looks like they're getting about ready to go do some seven shots here. The offense, Good. Uh, well, the off now they're going to the receivers and quarterbacks going to the middle of the field to work on some routes here. The defensive players are all over in the other mm-hmm. field. Uh, the offensive linemen are down at the far end zone. I, I would assume that's where they'll do seven shots today on the uh, end, end zone to our left. Um, so we, we'll have a bit of a restrictive view there, but we'll try to yeah. bring you what's going on with that. Uh, the offense needs to do a better job in that situation. And uh, nice play there. Going. Looks like they're practicing go routes to the quarterback's left, and they're they're asking one receiver just to kind of hang with them and, yeah. and make contested catches. But as we mentioned before with Miller, contorts his body, comes back to the football a little bit, wasn't a bad throw, Yeah, plucks it off the defensive back, you know, in, in quotes, shoulder there, and continues up the field without losing speed. That's uh, not easy to do. No. Miles Boykin with a nice adjustment to a back shoulder throw. Yeah, show, show a little size and physicality. Go up and get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I yeah. think you got both feet in there. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not sure what they're telling the quarterback to do. Is this is this a back shoulder Looks drill? Like it might be a back shoulder drill. Yeah, because yeah. the first one wasn't back shoulder, so it threw me off. But the yeah. last three have been on go routes. You know, like this yeah. guy's with you, so I'm going to throw it back shoulder. You go adjust to it. Pickens to me is built for this. Yeah, this is what he should just be yeah. a stud at. Um, we'll see here. And, um, frankly, I think Claypool struggled with this kind of stuff last yeah, year. absolutely. But should be good at it. Yeah. And that's a type of thing that could make or break a season for him, yeah, too. You know, Stay off the ground a little more and go up and get these type of contested catches would be big for Claypool. Yeah, Deontay Johnson running that last rep there. Yes, he is doing team drills. Yeah, or I should, yeah. individual or, drills, yeah, I should right. say. He's Just, working hard here, by the way. Yeah, he's not uh, He's not taking the days off. He's out there getting work in. Let's see here. Okay, he's just okay. that one wasn't really a back shoulder. That was more of a just a lofted just, up there fifty fifty type yeah. ball. Let the let the uh, receiver go get it. So, yeah, that one kind of was a back shoulder. Yeah, Pickens made it look easy though too. Yeah, you know, just real smooth flipping his hips against the grain, which is harder to do than people think. That receiver ran twenty one, so screws me up. Yeah, that uh, would be. Uh, he's uh, the new guy, huh? Javon McKinley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've had some. I mean, I, I I like this receiver group as a whole. I think they get some talent there that. Uh, if I'm another team, I'm going to be on. I'm going to be on the phone with the Steelers, uh, seeing what they've got uh, Austin available. Mo- Austin moves at a different gear than everybody. Yeah, yeah I mean, like they, the Dallas Cowboys just lost James Washington. We haven't talked about that at all. Um, they've I, 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 in my podcast today, my co-host mentioned it. C.D. Lamb's the only receiver on their team that has caught a pass. It's ever in the NFL. <laughs> in, the in, NFL. in a game, yeah. Right, right, so right. That might be an issue. That's a problem. Uh, right. No, they did they draft, lost Amari, you know. Yeah, they did draft one uh, early, what, third round or second? Tolbert. Uh, Jalen Tolbert. Third, yeah. I think, yeah. yes. Day two guy. But he's a small school guy. Like, asking him to make that jump is right. is a bit of a, uh, you know, you're guessing in, in many ways. Big time. 
Uh, you know, it looks like James Washington is out six to ten weeks, so he will be back at some point this season. But still, I mean, that's when Gallup returns around that time too. Yeah, I mean, if they're lucky. You know, they they have designs on winning the AF or the NFC mm-hmm. uh, or NFC East even. Um, you could be buried by that time. Yeah, it's a really interesting year for them. Again, I mentioned on the we, we did an AFC or NFC East preview today on my podcast and. Uh, and what I reference is actually an article I'm writing for Steelers.com is just going division by division. A lot of nerdy stats in there and little overviews and guys they've added. We've not... changed that to Williamson stats. <laughs> and i got to admit, I was shocked how good on paper Dallas was last year. Yeah. They were 12-5. and five. I, I thought they were more like a 10-win team. In terms of points per game, they were number one. Yards per play, they were third. The, the best... Uh, uh, what you would call a turnover ratio in the league. They had eight bazillion penalties, though. I just don't know if they'll be better. I mean, like, they lost more than they gained. Yeah. Uh, practicing some out and up moves mm-hmm. here. Manthony Miller was smooth in that one. Yeah. Trubisky put it right on him. Um, is this Tyler Vaughn? No, that's, I'm sorry. That's Gunnar Olszewski. That's Gunnar, yeah. He didn't sell it quite as well. No, he so, didn't sell the out quite as well. Yeah. Miller really sold the out, like, and, and didn't change speeds. That was much better. That wasn't bad, yeah. That was pretty good there. Steven Sims on that one. He's a little limited going from the out to the up. Yeah, right, you know, right, the, right. Okay. Okay. Again, he moves at different speed. Calvin We're talking Austin, about Austin yeah, here. His feet just are so quick. <laughs> okay. That's not bad by Boykin. Or that's not Boykin, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that, not bad by 15 for a big body that's guy. That's Cody White. He's kind of a, a heavy-legged yeah, guy Cody, compared to these, these dudes. But Here's uh, the little guy, Tyler Sneed. Mm-hmm. Had to wait on that one a little yeah. too much. Boom. Yeah, I, get it. Yeah. I didn't love him coming out of his breaks there for 21. Yeah. So And so a lot of people look at that and say, oh, Trubisky couldn't cook up with him on that one. Sometimes it's the, it's the receiver. Not running the route right. That was a nice yeah. job by Pickens. That was real nice by him. Yeah. He was also real fluid coming out of the out. And to here's get Deontay up. Johnson. This is that's Deontay's that's real what, smooth. With that's it. what he excels at. Yeah. I, I hate comparisons. You know, I always laugh. You know, what running backs you compare? Does he remind you of Jim Brown? Or you know, he reminds me of Lawrence Taylor. That kind of looks like AB running that route. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, he's real light on his feet. The real foot precise. Drag was, was real nice. Yeah. He's a technical the, receiver. The foot drag to them is second nature. Yeah, right, right, They don't right. even think about it. They just, just complete do the play, you know. Now we're doing it with tight ends. on Pushing pushing the coach up the field at about 10 yards, breaking that thing across the grain, get it to him in, in stride. Nice, nice, nice job by, by Hayward yeah. going up and get nice it over his head. Yeah. He and Sternberger run pretty well for tight ends. I yeah. I expect that from Hayward, who's a smaller, you know, tight end body. He's such a unique tight end. Yeah. But he flashes a lot of different ways here. Yeah, they're using them all over the field, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Uh, We're going to take another break here before we get to seven shots. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We are live from training camp practice here at St. Vincent College. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, we got a little breaking information here today. So the Steelers just completed uh, seven shots there while we were away at break. Offense winning this one today, 4-3. to three. I would say you guys, your listeners, missed a good one. Uh, that was the best by far the offense has looked that I've seen seven shots. 
And you know what, what was I calling for at the beginning of the practice? I want to see a little more crisper, get the ball out, hit these guys on time. The offense has a lot of advantages in this league. You know, you get to dictate the flow of the play. And uh, th- that absolutely was the case here in seven shots. You know, Trubisky hitting Miller on quick little out route. Uh, Hayward on like an inside shovel that worked a lot better. And then he would have probably been able to put his head down and run through a tackle if need be. Um, so uh, I thought that was promising. You know, it was uh, Pickens unfortunately dropped what should have been a touchdown. He's you can still he's still unhappy about it. his body, yeah. body language is not. That thrilled. was actually a pretty good throw. By it was a real good throw. Yeah. 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 Rolling, yeah. Rolling to his left. Uh, where the offense wins at 5-2 to two instead of 4-3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Trubisky was excellent there. Yeah, they did a nice job. The first one uh, was batted down at the line of scrimmage. That's been uh, right. something we've seen a lot of. Uh, but then he got a quick out uh, to Anthony Miller out of the slot to his mm-hmm. left. Uh, Miller just beating the DB at the line of scrimmage. And uh, if you watch, uh, again, go back and watch that uh, tape that Matt put out there today. Does that a lot. I think there was one of those on that t- on that video. There's Miller right there catching a nice slant, too. Yeah. yeah. So he keeps showing up over and over. Uh, then he had the rollout to Pickens that Pickens dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't hold the football. It was on time, yeah. rolling to his rolling left. Rolling to his left. Threw hit a strike. Him, yeah. yeah. Right, at the, uh, right before the back pylon, and Pickens couldn't hold on. Uh, then they switched off to Mason Rudolph. So three attempts there for Mitch Trubisky. Uh, the first one was an incomplete pass to Gunnar Olszewski. Uh, it was, the pass was actually completed, but the defensive back forced uh, Olszewski out of the back mm-hmm. of the end zone. Couldn't get both feet down. Uh, on his second one, uh, he, uh, Mitch, uh, Mason Rudolph rolls out to his right, uh, kind of throws back across his body to the middle of the field to, uh, to uh, Steven Sims, who, who made a catch on yeah. the ground. Uh, and then uh, uh, the third one for Mason Rudolph uh, was a quick uh, little, again, this kind of the same pattern that Miller ran out of the slot. Uh, you know, the quick out to mm-hmm. the pylon, and uh, that was uh, Jalen Warren. Uh, yeah, with the running back. With the running back. I think he aligned in the backfield there and, and ran I thought the same he was, route. I thought he was in the short slot. I, I, yeah. You might be right. I, I'm going to defer to you on that one. And then we saw Kenny Pickett come in and do a little in, that little inside flip that they seemed to like a lot in this mm-hmm. one, too. Uh, Connor Hayward, he gets into the end zone. Again, not tackling today because they don't have pads on, so we assume he gets into the end zone on that one. So the offense wins it 4-3. to three. Yeah, and – um, it could have been 5-2, yeah. as you mentioned. I thought was, the offense was very sharp in general, especially Trubisky. That's great. Uh, Miller keeps showing up over and over. Uh, but the, what we got going on now, though, is we have you know true one-on-ones. You know, I mean, just a, a back or a receiver alone with a corner running routes, you know, with a, th- a three-man drill with a, a quarterback, a receiver, and corner. So – they're keeping up the competitive stuff here, you know, and getting a lot of one-on-one matchups like we saw yesterday. But you don't need pads for this one. No, no. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the offense, let's, let's, it's time. They should start See, winning these drills. Your, That's what I'm time, saying. As, right. you, as you said. Uh, Trubisky should start throwing these guys open and starting to get a feel for touch and all that stuff too. And maybe we're seeing it. I mean, again, so far what we've seen in this practice has been the most promising yet, in my opinion. Well, but, I guarantee you know. that the gauntlet, the challenge has been laid down. Like, nah, I'm sure. Yeah. And I know a little birdie told me yesterday that uh, Mike Tomlin was, uh, well, getting on Kenny Pickett a little bit about really? the internal clock stuff. Good. Yeah. I mean, that's what we've been criticizing for him really since before he was drafted, and it's shown up here. That stuff doesn't get fixed overnight, but um, that's the number one thing he needs to work on. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a young quarterback issue uh, oh, yeah. that they all have. But uh, I think we're now several days into this. I think Tomlin wants to see Pickett uh, – start to get better at that. I wonder, you know, they, they split that. Usually they'll have the starter take four reps in seven shots, the mm-hmm. first four reps. Then the second guy uh, does three. 
with well, in the last the previous two days it had been four for the starter, two two, three for the backup, mm-hmm. and then one for the the last. Or I'm sorry, four two and one is how okay. they split it up. Today it was three three and one. Okay, maybe it keeps switching it. Maybe you go to three two and two, or you know. Yeah, well, so I, I think good. maybe today, and, and again, again as I mentioned, Mason Rudolph taking the second team snaps today above Kenny Pickett, who had taken them the last two days. I wonder if that's because they're going to do some two minute drill today, and they want. The veteran. They want the veteran. They want Mason going out there and running some two-minute drill. That would make some sense. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how much action they get in the two-minute. But this is a good drill here, though. I mean, they're they're going from the twenty, so it's not red zone. It's high red zone. Not a ton of room to work and running one-on-one routes against press man coverage. Yeah, you know, that's how they you get there again on the by uh, tr- Cody White uh, making a mm-hmm. bad shoulder catch here. Yeah, he's just a guy that doesn't go away. I know he's like a termite or something. We always you know? forget about him. I mean, he does have some NFL experience. He's good on special teams. Crazy hard worker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the guy that's out here working every day uh, constantly. Even did the same thing last year. Um, just You're works. Right. He's just, just like works. a gnat that just is always around. Those are the guys yeah, that the you know, coaches love him. The coaches love him. Yeah. And then if there's one injury or whatever, and it's like we got to figure out who to put in there on the fly, the guy that works like crazy that I trust is going to go in there. Maybe he's not yeah. the fastest or the best, but, I mean, he, that's who I trust. Trust is big. Oh, we get a flag on that one. Looks like uh, – I think it was defensive hold. Yeah, I think it was a defensive hold as well on uh, – that would have been uh, Carlin's Platel. Mm, uh, he's so. the uh, former D – I think he's a D2 guy that transferred to South Carolina last year. Okay. For his final year. Used that he's fifth, a rookie, though, right? Used that fifth year at South Carolina. like transferred from a D2 school to to, uh, mm-hmm. to South Carolina and started right away at South Carolina. So that's kind of impressive. Yeah, that's impressive, yeah. yeah. I mean, bigger size cornerback. Some of these, uh, the, the, the undrafted rookie uh, corners that they brought in are bigger guys. They're size guys, yeah. yeah. Outside types. Not, I mean, they've got a, just slot guys all over the place. I say, I don't think they're – necessarily in the market for uncovering the next Mike Hilton. That yeah. They have plenty of those guys. If you could uncover the um, – ooh, I got a little uh, breaking news here. I'll, I'll get you. to it here in a minute okay. as, as this app takes forever to, to load. But uh, involves a, uh, a former adversary of the of the Steelers. I'll bring it up here okay. in a minute as soon as I get to it. Are we talking about apologies. Odell Beckham news here? Not Odell news. No. But, um, so – a receiver. It looks like Marquise Brown may have got himself in a little bit of trouble uh-oh. off the field. So, ooh, you know, Hopkins already suspended. Um, that's you know Kyler's best bud. He's out with COVID right now. Yeah, right, right, right. That, so, that over under was eight and a half on the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, I like the under on that <laughs> a lot. That's an organization I don't trust. Yeah, and they're little, and they the end of the season is nothing like the beginning. Yeah, of the it season doesn't for do them guys. any favors when there's 17 games. I apologize, this phone's being slow, but Let there's, me see there's some sort of Marquise Brown news out I'll there. I'll get to this. You some sort of uh, whoa, that's a nice grab there, Pickens, of course. That Marquise was nice. Brown. He kind of went up in the with Marquise Brown here. Went up in the air, kind of contorted his body. So oh, well, that's not that big. Of Although it was criminal speeding charges. I don't know. Uh, speeding. Criminal speeding charges. Okay. I just saw legal. So, okay. Um, He'll be criminal speeding charges tells me he might have been going like. If he's uh, going like 130. 140 the miles an hour. Right, right. In, yeah. Uh, looks like he was uh, clocked at going uh, southbound speed. on Loop 101, driving in the HOV lane. He was arrested. It uh, doesn't say how fast he was going. Uh, yeah, this isn't. A that probably deal. is not a suspension. Or no, that's like nothing. That. Yeah, there's a little bit of yeah. overreaction. He's a speed demon. He likes to go fast. <laughs> he's, he's like Ricky Bobby. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. Anyway, that was a really nice play by Pickens. Why you were unfortunate to get a chance to see it because you were doing my busy work there trying to find this Marquise <laughs> Brown nonsense. But he went up in the air, 
bent his body at the waist. He's really good at that. So he kind of like put his butt in the the corner's chest. Yeah. Which then allowed him to really reach his hands yeah. out and give that corner no it chance. Keeps the corner from doing so. Himself. Right. Yeah. And he plucked that ball way away from his body. Got two feet in easily, right inside the pylon. Beautiful. Yeah, he's 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 going to be pretty special. He's going to be pretty good. I mean, we talked about the, the drop pass there. That that has not been a major issue. He's him. still kicking himself over it. Yeah. I mean, he's not happy. I mean, right. I mean, that's going to I bet he goes in the locker room throwing helmets because he dropped the pass. I think he really wants to be great. Yes, not, not just good. good. Right, right, right. Because he's tasted it. I mean, he was the best receiver in the country as an 18-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, a very, uh, again, an... It to, it to me, it's almost like the Steelers got Stephon Tuitt again on the on the offensive mm-hmm. side of things here. You know, Tuitt, they got Tuitt the same year that they drafted Brian Shazier, and it's almost a gift in the second round that the, this guy would have been a first-rounder if he hadn't been hurt last mm-hmm. year. Yep. Same thing with Pickens. Same with Pickens. And fortunately for the Steelers, there's a lot of receivers in this draft and basically every draft. So if it's Pickens or – player x maybe each team just decided the other one was a little safer you know and yeah. so you reap the benefits yeah. and you get a guy you know it's an easy no-brainer for you and he was the 10th receiver taken mm-hmm. this year uh i made note of that in the column today like people saying well you just get you just get another Deontay. uh Deontay johnson was the 11th receiver taken his year he went in the first pick of the second round or second pick of the third round I dk say. metcalf was the 10th that year yeah <laughs> You can get pretty good players that name. So then the next year they take Chase Claypool. He was the 11th receiver taken, and he was taken in the middle. Much earlier. In the middle of the second round. This year, those 11, the 11th receiver taken, or the 10th receiver taken was George Pickens in the middle of the second round. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The the receivers are getting pushed up the board a little bit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Good point. And I know we're up against it here, but the top 10 receivers in any of these drafts are all big time prospects nowadays. It's not like the 10th best guard or, you know, linebacker, you know, these guys can all play. Yeah. We're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers nation radio. We will be back with more live coverage here from St. Vincent college right after this. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my new year's resolution again. Hi there. Friendly S and T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 